Good people of Los Angeles, this is Dweez and Slim. You. Today on the FCFC pod, we've got Al Rate stopping by. He's the director of the Match Day Experience at Bank of California Stadium for LAFC. He breaks down the whole thing from the music to the past experiences he's had with other teams, and we get into what's to be expected in 2019 from him. There will be cussing on this podcast, helicopters and dogs barking and horns honking. We're in the backyard. We like to keep it casual. Um, so enjoy, y'all. And Josh is here for the intro this time. <laughs> Yo, Hennessy sponsor us. <laughs> FCFC. We are running out of money. the FCFC pod where we look into the Los Angeles football community through the eyes of two scholars and a dickhead. Uh, my name's Slim. I'm here with Dweezy across from me. I got Josh to my right. And on my left, I have a, the man who, if LAFC were a pretty girl, he is what makes her sexy. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a good a way to put it, especially we, the match. Yeah. We, we have the man in charge of match day presentation, Mr. Al Ray, with us today. Right? Doing great, guys. Welcome, thanks, thanks for having me. Hey, cheers for coming. Cheers, cheers, cheers. 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 Oh, thank you. <laughs> and the official title is Director... Director of Match Day Presentation. Director of Match so, Day Presentation. So, I'm in charge of um, basically organizing everything on match day that's not in the 32-52 or on the field. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ollie... Uh, the letters, anything you see on the video board, LEDs, all that, that's me. Mm-hmm. So running around a little bit crazy, um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, really big organization um, when it comes to Ash Day, making sure everything gets done. So I started, I, this is my 10th year or so, 10 or 11, working in game presentation as the overarching field mm-hmm. um, uh, in sport. So I started... Back when I was a freshman in college oh, with the Angels, I was the K guy. So, oh, so like any time there was a strikeout, literally my job summer of my freshman year at college was I went to baseball games and I hung K's. <laughs> Where does I don't go to baseball enough? Where do the K's get hung? Uh, it's, they used to be in the right field tunnel, okay. uh, like that giant. I think it's Arrowhead or whatever, uh-huh. um, right above there. We were very low key. We had giant. I'll tell how big are these K's in person. Oh, God. Three feet tall, Mm -hmm. a couple feet wide. Like, they're massive. Because you have to see them from across the entire park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, like, carabiners on top. It was this metal wire. It was super high tech. Um, But literally, my job was to watch the game and hang a strikeout every time there was a strikeout. Just watched 81 home games for the base for Angels. Just enjoyed every second of it it was great and you remember every strikeout no <laughs> no 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 they felt everyone i mean you felt it by the end of the season it was definitely time to be done with it so it was a good time it was a great time um baseball fan from early childhood the angels were my team sorry dodger fans out there um <laughs> but 81 games 81 did you up, games did you grow up in that orange, area yeah so i'm from irvine originally okay. Okay. Oh, okay. so Born and raised there, went to school at Chapman in Orange. It was the natural fit. And then from there, I started working for pretty much every other team in the Southern California region. So you were a, you were a freshman with the K job. Yeah. And then through college, well, I mean, what did you study? I was a TV broadcast major. So television broadcast journalism, wanted to be the next Max Bredos, but mm-hmm. uh, realized, <laughs> it was taken. realized no one can match that. <laughs> Shout no, out to I, Max, good friend of the pod. Yay. Future guest of the pod. Great. You're friend. coming, Max. Don't worry. <laughs> Realized really quickly that I'd like the production side a lot more, more um, especially producing. So I just started really diving into this game presentation world. And mm-hmm. Ended up working for the Ducks, the Kings, Clippers once, just really all over. Pac-12 wow. basketball when it was here. So just got my my foot in pretty much every door. Wow. Did the People's Choice Awards randomly once. <laughs> yeah, it just any any live event I kind of just grabbed onto. So um, that eventually led me to a certain team. Uh, south of here, who will remain nameless, um, plays the same sport. No. Plays the same sport, and it's not Orange County. <laughs> Correct. Might as well be. Yeah. Um, so I actually uh, was 
uh, worked my way up as an from an intern to supervisor gave me presentation down there mm-hmm. um, overseeing that show for about three years wow. then uh, went up to Seattle for a couple of years with the Sounders mm-hmm. uh, and then back down here for eventually LAFC yeah. so a little bit of everything uh, deep passion for the sport and uh, it's been a it's been a whirlwind of a year so yeah. we could say that Al was like the first piece that we took from the galaxy <laughs> <laughs> he was the first true turn yeah, yeah, uh, no, no, there no, was no, actually a lot of there wasn't there a decent amount of there were sure. there were there were a few more before me that mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know Lauren Terry, uh, one of our videographers. She's yeah. formerly um, okay. a couple of our sales reps, nice. gotcha. and then some of our building staff also yeah. used to work at Makes what, sense. what was formerly known as Stuff Up Center, and now is whatever it's Dignity, Dignity, Dignity Health, Health Sports Park. And so, I mean, having done all these different sports. Was there any in advance, like when you were the young Al, who was still a student, yeah. at, at that time, was there a sport you had dreamed to go into? Uh, baseball was kind of the dream, mainly because that that, that's what I followed growing up, really. Mm-hmm. Like, day in and out, Angels, uh, hockey was a close second at that point. Um, honestly, like, this world didn't exist to me until that freshman year. Like, I did not... You don't realize when you go to a, go to a game, go to a match, like... There's someone actually controlling all those videos yeah. that come in, come in, or right. the audio level, or like mm-hmm. putting together the run of show, and like it just it was this whole world that just kind of like, oh, I can combine my love of production with my love of sport mm-hmm. into this nice little thing. Right. I can do that, and so. Do you remember that aha moment when when you you ha- you put two and two together? There was there was a few, but my first Angel game where I'm like, my first Angels paycheck actually, sorry, mm. when I got that like, oh. I can actually support. Well, not really support myself, but because but you can support being I, a college student. I can support being a college student yeah. with this. Could I do more? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that it's like this whole world opened up, and it was kind of right from the get, huh? Right from the get, like interviewing at Angel Stadium was like, oh, this is awesome. Jeez. So that was kind of the first job ever for wow. me. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't really. I was lucky enough, I didn't have to work in high school and college was the first time I really had to I mean you know getting a coming from Irvine and maybe getting a job in college is a, is something yeah most of my friends from Irvine don't still don't, <laughs> still don't still have don't. jobs <laughs> they, still, they just graduated college just so that their parents would continue giving them money <laughs> I'm not confirming or denying that but yeah it sounds, good that call, sounds good call. yeah but very very lucky but between all those sports I mean so we that's that's covered here there was baseball, baseball. there was basketball yep. there was hockey uh huh there was soccer. Was there American football at any point? No. That's the one. So I was up in Seattle. I was adjacent to the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And it was it was okay. Yeah. You were uh, around it enough to kind of get the, get the idea? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm not a fan personally. Um, I have my own opinions about the league in general. I'll keep those off. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Off. Yeah. But uh, listen for our spicy pod after. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> the after pod, after pod. There you go. After pod. Just in case. Real they, thoughts. Just in case they offer him a check later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Overall, to me, NFL is just so overreaching and so powerful that yes, um, it's it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. So, I love MLS with all of its quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a little league, and so this was a, this was fun to come back and. And start something from from scratch. So. And between those other sports like yeah. uh, basketball, hockey, the experiences are sort of similar mm-hmm. in, in some ways. Uh, would you would you concur? Was there drastic differences between those two? So, basketball and hockey are great because they control a lot of what's going on mm-hmm. in an outdoor arena, stadium, whatever. You're very limited on what you can control in my position. Yeah. So, lighting, mm-hmm. weather. We all were there for the Houston game, mm-hmm. uh, that lovely thing. Um, but in hockey, basketball, for the most part, barring a couple outliers, mm-hmm. you have full control. You know you're playing because you're enclosed. Right. Mm-hmm. You know you can control lights. You can know you can control certain elements. Mm-hmm. Hockey, you have to be concerned with the ice because it is something that is technically moving and um, can be either messed up or not. Um, basketball, you know, you're dealing with basketball. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, but um, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a huge basketball. Player, <laughs> there it is, guys. There it is. I just, I just you know it comes down to like I love being outdoors. I love being you know walking in the Bank of California Stadium and seeing the pitch and smelling the grass getting cut. Like there's nothing better. So yeah. the expectation is to program a lot 
yeah. because there is a lot of downtime. Yeah, that's true. There's more. Bet- mm-hmm. Baseball has arguably the most, mm-hmm. just with all the inning breaks and okay. yeah, okay. correct. Okay. All player intros every all, time. Every right. time, yeah, yeah. Basketball and hockey have a lot because you have periods, intermissions, mm-hmm. timeouts. For soccer, we have two: pregame, halftime, and then that's it. So, do you ever remember the actual stadium experience side of it? Would you remember like like do you, do you have memories from early on? You know, s- singing a song, the guy playing a thing, some graphics or or something that that would stick out to you in yeah. these Is there later an years. At Angel stadium? There was, okay. yeah, not anymore. Back, oh gosh, the California Angel days. So back <laughs> back then, me and my friends and I we got a once again Irvine coming out a little bit mm. we had a suite so hey. <laughs> um, I know I know they were having a, a twist competition mm-hmm. on the video board mm-hmm. so they played twist and showing people twisting so we all got up and started dancing mm-hmm. to it you know twisting and all that but then of course being you know 10 12 year old boys and you know shirts came off and were dancing without shirts and <laughs> yeah. they kept on going back to us for some reason yes. I can't imagine why but no, that's that's like the earliest I can remember. That exact feeling of like being on the board that kept going back to you. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, I think something that we probably all experienced once, at least at a game, right? Where like the things on you, and you're, and you're a kid, that's thrilling. You're just like, woo, it's me on the board. I, I'm an Asian kid. It makes me feel awkward. So I just <laughs> freeze like a deer in the headlights, and I'm like, uh. I'm not not gonna lie, it's one of our favorite games up at the control room, just to. You know, we go to little crowd shots and everybody's like, oh, right. no. Oh, yeah, we're coming back. So, <laughs> so I guess oh, it does divide. Profiling Asian people. No, 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 no. One of our favorite games. <laughs> no, no, catching the deer in headlights. <laughs> catching the deer in the headlights. No, for sure. Dude, that's a, like, yeah. I was it. Uh, were you shy, too? A friend was, like, interviewing for a job with the Yankees or something like that, and, like, we got, like, third base seats some. And then I was like goading the camera guy the whole time. I was like, put me on, put me on, I'll be funny, I'll be funny. <laughs> and he puts me on the seventh inning in the middle of everything, and I freeze, dude. I, I, th- I might have thrown up a peace sign and smiled really awkwardly, and he's like, what the hell are you doing, bro? Like, you're like in college, you obviously should know what the hell you're, you're up to, but it was the most awkward thing. I was in my freaking stadium, and that happened to me. Oh, jeez. So, uh, I, I don't do well on camera, I, I realize. We're repressed people, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't know what to do with all the spotlight, bro. No one's ever paid attention to us. Yeah, we do this in front of our church. <laughs> yeah, give me a choir and I'm good. There bro. you it's go. Fun. There you go. But you remembered the feeling. Of I being, remember the feeling. Like, that's amazing. Dude. The the coolness of being on the board. Like it was. It's awesome. You know, everybody tries to be on the board. Now it's it's no fair for me because I the first thing I go to a stadium and I pick out where the cameras are and determine which angles they're shooting at and it's really really bad i'm no worst person to go to another game with (laughs) tell you i don't pay any attention to the game yeah i'm just looking at everything else yeah so has that has it ruined sports in some ways for you 100 (laughs) not on tv not not on tv tv's great i can turn it on watch it enjoy it like watch it united in on epl like how do we always get the united guys on? because they're the best people at at the club (laughs) Greatest club in the world, right? 100%. You guys, and you guys got the like surge right now, so yeah, you're feeling yourselves. Yeah, rid of, like, herpes somehow. <laughs> running wild. On the town? So when you go to sports events now, though, live sports, it's significantly different experience than it was when in those days of taking the shirt off, 100%. twisting around your head like no, a helicopter. No. I'm, I'm bolting up the stairs if I know there's a kiss cam coming or a... And I'm with with friends or whatever. Right. I play this one game with Stable Center. A lot of our crew that works at the bank <coughs> works at Stables too. So yeah. we're like we text you like, hey, we're here. You know, you know, standard like. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna try to find you. I'm like, uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, I would. Send, oh, so it's like, oh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, funny, yeah. The, yeah so they, they all know the angles. There's this yeah. underworld. Wow. Of like every job has like their own little mini. Like community, mm-hmm. that has, it's it's so interesting. Except our mini communities don't have camera access to like fifty thousand yeah. people. Like, that's, <laughs> that's true, hundred percent. And so that makes it even worse because then you know you're always on the guard trying to figure out. <laughs> so like literally, you're trying to embarrass you I would go around halfway through Staples Center and like take a photo and it's like I'm here, <laughs> and I go back to my seat. So I and I could see them because the press box in Staples it's very visible. So I'm like I'm looking up. 
watching them try to find me. <laughs> they got binoculars out. It's it was the funniest you never thing. Never get to find me. It was so good. I love that. She and the, and the, the girl I was texting it with uh, is like she prides herself on being able to find people. And I'm you like, know who you are, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so we were just messing with her for a little bit and at halftime I'm like all right here's here's my actual view and it still took forever but she eventually so you can work you could be part of a crew you could technically be working on several teams throughout the city yeah in a given year and some a, people do that a lot of our a lot of our crew are professional freelancers so mm-hmm. they will bounce from the Makes ducks sense. to the kings to the wherever the paycheck is mm-hmm. like so we work with a company called van wagner sports mm-hmm. uh, they're one of the premier uh, production groups in in game entertainment in the world. They do the super, they just came back from the Super Bowl. Like they Whoa. do okay. uh, the college football championship. Like the premier events, these guys are handling. Right. I th- they don't have the World Cup. I think, but the Olympics mm-hmm. they've been doing. So like these guys are the best. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And this and is who LAFC employs. This is who we decided to partner with from the get go, awesome. and bring them to our stadium to make sure that we have the best. And we're able to keep the same crew pretty much the entire their entire time um, because the, one they like working here and two we play well. So, so someone uh, who does say you know those days that they do like the double Kings and Lakers games for instance. Sometimes those guys just stay on and do the same. Some will probably make the most sense. Work, right? work a double, yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you mean the double Kings and Lakers? You know because they'll play on the same day. Yeah. Oh, they'll skip the rink or and they'll make it the wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'll transition from so hockey to basketball. Stay on. But yeah, the production staff will stay on sometimes. Sometimes they'll bring in a new crew. Like if, interesting. If a certain show uh, has a, you know, we all play little favorites from time to time, like right. a favorite technical director or gra- uh, graphics person. Mm-hmm. They might switch out those, but for the most part. Um, camera guys, same thing. So, awesome. But these guys literally bounce from team to team. So, Should we take a little break real quick and come back and talk about LAFC specific stuff? Sure. Yeah. FCFC pod, looking at the world, black and gold lens, here with Al, here with Josh Slim. This is this is the part that's going to be a lot of fun. Al, what are, like, when you say everything, when we, we talk about the letters, we talk about the music, we talk yeah. about things, what part of your job would you say is the most fun and what part's the most difficult? All of it's fun, all of it's difficult. But, um, <laughs> but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. For instance... Everything we do is pretty much timed out to the second. Mm-hmm. Whether it's when gates are open to when we're going to start reading PAs to videos to the LED time, the field LEDs that you see rotating through, like Advocare and um, you know Delta and all that. Mm-hmm. Like that is down to the thirty-second increment. Mm-hmm. Spread across pre-game, which is about two hours, uh, in-game forty-five minutes, fifteen minutes, forty-five. So those are five playlists that we're putting together of over like 500 pieces of content right. each match. 500 pieces. They're all the same content, but no, I 500 it, spaces that yeah, we have yeah, to yeah. fill each match and down to the second because league has requirements. Our partners have requirements, so we have to make sure that we're taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. We got into a nice rhythm between uh, myself and the partnership department and the league in regards to that. So. And you're also quarterbacking with like the DJ and the announcer. Anything and you hear outside of the supporters, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a touch point there, but you know, national anthem, we put a mic down there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about it. Um, everything else is just just them. So you know what's funny? That? Before Al came over, I was like talking to these two. I was like, so you know, we talk about the songs that get played. You know, we talk about the national anthem, stuff, and they and they looked at me like I was crazy because they were just like, we don't ever hear anything. We're just in the north end. We don't know what songs are. They don't know what That's songs right. are played during yeah. the goals. Perfect. That's what we're going for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to be honest, talking with Julio and Pat last mm-hmm. year and Rich was very distinct. We're going to lower the speakers in the north end mm-hmm. yeah. to the point where they're almost muted mm-hmm. Yeah. so that the 3252 does their thing. We're not stepping on them. We're letting it happen. So that is not amplified at all for the record. Mm-hmm. We're not putting mics down there during the match. That is all them. Which isn't always the case. Some stadiums do pipe in supporter. There's more focus on that now. You're mm-hmm. seeing that less and less, but it still happens occasionally. We do not. 
the only time we do is the national anthem mm-hmm. is to get a little bit more projection on that one and that's just like one mic at the bottom of one capo stand mm-hmm. it's not going to do much it's just a little clarity but everything else is all all, all the group for the people who watch the game outside of the north end and you yeah. do get to hear the songs can you give any insight to like how songs are selected and how you get you know you guys pick moments for certain things yeah so uh when i got here we were very deliberate about going to local djs so all of our djs that play music are on the radio here so you know you have eddie one dj infrared charisma who's an up-and-coming dj Mm -hmm. dre sinatra is ty dolla signs tour sour milk's one too sour milk was uh was last year where you at sour milk shout out sour milk yeah motto fresco so we have local DJs with, with their own flair. It's showing the diversity of L.A. in its music choice, whether it's traditional kind of stadium DJ and in infrared to more Latin-based like Eddie. It just shows kind of different vibes, and you're not going to hear the same thing. Every time you go to the stadium, I mean, you guys, again, you don't always hear it because you're always in the North End, yeah. but the playlist is different, like pretty significantly different. It's not like a tape track that someone's pressing play on, right? Correct. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's generally a mix, and it's their mix. Mm-hmm. We're not overseeing a lot of it, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have not been burned once, and hopefully that will continue. Hey, I remember Shout someone... out to freedom of speech and expression, baby. Exactly. Yeah, I remember someone spinning Tony Tone Tone there at the end of last season. Oh, okay. So I was, you know, I was about it. They got some DJ. They got some rare cuts sometimes that you yeah. don't hear when you go to stadiums, which is something I definitely appreciate. Yeah. I mean, Charisma's taken off. Yeah. Dre is is touring with Ty Dolla. Right. I mean, that's massive, and they're here wanting, like, almost fighting. Not fighting, guys. We love you all equally. Uh, <laughs> but they want to be here. They want to be involved. It's yeah. just a matter of... Well, let's let's break down maybe the three biggest songs in the game day repertoire. I would, I would say it's probably the one that the players walk out to, yep. which is... Cali Love. California Love by Dubak. I thought it was... No, which, which is the one with the Scarves Up? Scarves Up is uh, Ecstasy of Gold. Ecstasy of Gold. That's yeah. right. So how did that song get? So, it. during... Were you there for that three-hour meeting we had? Yeah. Yeah. So That's where we met for the first time. Exactly. That was a hell of a day for me. (laughs) Um, It's a hell of a day every time. (laughs) So back at the EC, we sat down, me and the the leaders of the 3252, and talked match day. Mm -hmm. Music, everything. And I cannot remember who brought the song because it was from you guys. I forget. I forget who it is. And mm-hmm. apologies because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's created a club tradition and mm-hmm. uh, basically made like this great little pump up video yeah. to Ecstasy of Gold. We took and said, "Yes, this makes perfect sense. It's old Hollywood. It's gold." But and this is great build to a nice crescendo that will kick off the players walking out of the field. It segues into the league song, right? Isn't there a league song? MLS has, Anthem. Yep. Yeah, the MLS Anthem. So for the people who kind of want Ecstasy of Gold to continue, the reason it doesn't is because the MLS Anthem by league rules has to get played at that exact moment. Correct. Just That's so everyone's aware. like FIFA. That's, I, I didn't really know what that was. Yeah. Just that. So I just like to put people on. I just like to put people on. You can't, you can't throw Al under the bus for that one. Nope. That is, that is not our... That is not our choice. It's a league mandate that we have to play the, that anthem mm-hmm. as the players walk out. Every club, regardless of where you are, yep. you have to play it and hear it. That was, <laughs> that was a debate for a little bit. But the next big one that comes up is still Dre, right? Uh, With the lineups? Dre being Dre's lineups, yep. How did that one get chose? I love the beat of it. It's a great kind of just bed. And it's an L.A.S.B. No, that was, that was pretty much from the get-go, like, listening. Always lineups especially. You want a good beat mm-hmm. to really accentuate what's going on with the lineups. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be the star. You just want some kind of great bed that's recognizable. It's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you start bobbing your head. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're shouting out Carlos Vela's yeah. yeah. And it's just this great moment. It's a great moment. So those are the, in my mind, the yeah. three. So you got Cali Love where the players take the field for the first time for warm-ups when yep. they throw out all the, the mini balls. Mm-hmm. Ecstasy of Gold and then Dre. I would say the other big one, obviously, the one the that these guys song. never hear, is the goal song. Is is yep. uh, Gorilla Radio, which was it it was it was the song from the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah. The very first goal. First game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First game, Gorilla Radio. And we had a long debate in that three hour meeting yeah, with uh, with everybody about especially goal songs I think Sal was this one individual songs for each individual player players, yeah. Yeah. like kind of walk out music mm-hmm. for each right. yeah, yeah, yeah we wanted to set the tone with a, a constant mm-hmm. goal song and a constant win song those two would never change when you hear that first riff you know it's the goal 
you know yeah. something great happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you hear the horns of uh, Hollywood swinging, you just want to party. But for Guerrilla Radio, what I what I love about the choice for Guerrilla Radio, I think we've we talk about on this pod. I think we're more towards the hip hop side of things. But a lot of people who are associated with the club and a lot of people who are supporters of the club are really rock guys. Yeah. yeah. Even on like Max and Vince are both rock guys. A lot of the supporters groups guys are super rock oriented, right? But you got Zach De La Rocha. I mean, you can't not feel the hip-hop textures in, in Rage's music. I feel like that's the one band, and it's so representative of L.A., that you do get a little bit of both. You ride the lightning in the middle, so I thought that that was a brilliant choice. And uh, the, the, yeah. the, the album comes from Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. It's just perfect. Overall, it just was, to me, a no-brainer on, on the Goal song. We went through just the, the routine of a couple other options. But that was kind of, from, from the get-go, one of the ones we wanted to do, so... And Hollywood swing swingers, Hollywood swinging, Hollywood swinging, Hollywood swinging. Casey by. and the uh, cool in the gang, cool in the gang. So old old school, mm-hmm. but um, it's a perfect party song. And I think it was Plashkey. I actually remember I, he looked at me. I was sitting next to him in the booth for that first game. He looked next to me. And he's like, "Is this Hollywood swinging?" And I was like, "Looked it up. Who is it? Cool in the gang. Cool in the gang." He was this is a guy, <laughs> avowed soccer. I don't want to say hater, but Discouragist. Yeah. <laughs> who, wow. It's worth to say hater. I mean that that, you know, that who, first night of it was uh, just everything was perfect. Yeah. Like, and he he had a ball. Couldn't ask for a Hollywood ending like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then fucking beautiful. But you know, honestly, uh, I hate celebrating losses, um, mm-hmm. or ties. It just yeah, like I don't want to give it any second thought. I don't even want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Which is. Good to bad. I obviously have some kind of plan in place when we do. Because the players, I mean, the players hear it. Uh, the fans hear it. Our owners hear it. And we just don't. It's not worth it. So, um, no. Haven't really given that. Mm-hmm. But do, you have, do you have any, like, um, and as, I, as, I, as I hear you talk, it's just like, your job, it's very intangible. You're, you're meant to bring the intangible into physical form, right? right. How, is, is there any, like hard lines that you uh, rules that you know about how to to navigate a crowd like that or to really kind of set atmosphere in a way that you do i'm very lucky that i get to work with uh the supporters that we do what we have because not many in my profession they're trying to figure out how to bring that passion to their fan base so Mm. it's already done so it's easy for me Mm. um i just have to support it i always use the term like i'm always there to put on a show but i'm not trying to be the show it's called the beautiful game for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let the game speak for itself. Let the supporters speak on behalf of the club. We're just there providing stats. We're providing the casual fan atmosphere that you kind of expect, but we're really there to help not get in the way. That's the the fine line we always balance, and that's why when when it comes to partners, when it comes to anything, we're we're, we're making sure that balance is kept. The graphics are usually pretty minimal. Correct. That's pretty intentional too, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. Uh, Not a lot of like crazy, there's no characters coming out and like blowing a Vuvuzela out the thing and dancing across the screen. There's just there's no four like, goal G-O-A-L letters that kind of scroll back and forth a couple times, right? Yeah. Yellow card, red card, everything is soccer specific. Scarves Up is like the craziest thing. That, would, <laughs> that, that animation is the craziest thing we do. <laughs> and that tells you something. Yeah. Like you don't see fan cams or dance cams or anything like that yeah last year we had that like put a jersey on a galaxy fan which was really cool in my opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was fun um, got a great reaction out of that yeah, Colorado yeah, too great. but we because be- because you guys so infrequently use them they have more impact when you do use them correct that's that's, also part of the idea that's the intention you know you go to any other sporting event everything's thrown at you from mm-hmm. a presentation standpoint right. which works it works for hockey it works for basketball it works for baseball mm-hmm. it works for soccer we got the best thing in the world in the north end. Why get in the way of that? Let it let it breathe. But is it hard for you sometimes, or is it, oh, or is absolutely. it hard for people in your staff or other people in the club who like you want to tinker, you want to do something? Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our biggest battle is holding those reins. Mm-hmm. To and that's why and honestly that's my biggest job is to 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 think game first and then everything else. Because you get you know we work with Van Wagner like I said who do these major events mm-hmm. and their first inclination is. You know, let's do make no, make make noise and these graphics that pop in halftime, right? I mean, halftime's big. Think half think time. of think of what the traditional American sports experience: halftime, anthem singers, right? These two things that are so curated by people like Al in different sports. Mm-hmm. But you guys are watering the field and you're letting the supporters sing. Correct. We have a very strict unless there's a very good reason you're not touching the field. You don't see those little kids running around on 
uh, playing mini games. You mm. don't see, you know, those Zorbs, which are hilarious and fun, right, right. but they're not us. Mm. Like, can you imagine? The tail of the dog. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> tic tac toe. Can you imagine if we did tic tac toe at halftime? <laughs> like, like on the field with those giant letters yeah. and kick a goal. Like, it just doesn't work here. There will be Micheladas built. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how projectiles. But I think <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, but I, I got to give you credit though, Al, because I think a lesser a lesser man might do that. Whether or not it fits or not, they're just like, this is what usually happens, so doing it. So we were very lucky from the time I got here. Before I got here, the, the level was set as such. There is no touch in the field. Tom, Rich, everybody won an authentic soccer experience. Mm-hmm. I'm all on board for that. It's now maintaining that. So now we set it, we got to maintain it. That's where I come from. Gotcha. And that's what Alex was saying before, that when you do something, it's more impactful, like... When the lights go off, right? Let's take a nap. Like we, that yeah, came that's... in middle mid season, maybe some sometimes around there, maybe a quarter of the season. Blacked yeah. out LA, and we it just blacked w- it out at halftime, and everyone just kind of you hear the gas from the crowd. Yeah, got like, a little tingle in the nuts. <laughs> Ooh, all right, Ooh, Al. all right, Al. <laughs> we all pulled it out of the booth right there. I mean, it's still one of my all time favorites. This photo of the lights on for those without eyes here. Mm. Uh, the lights on. It almost looks like a soccer ball, like mm. that old school kind oh, of soccer ball. Awesome. Yeah. Still gives me goosebumps because, like, we've been we were rehearsed it obviously for, and it just yeah, like it worked perfectly. Yeah. yeah, and it got the exact reaction. Like the gasps in a stadium yeah. was just oh perfect. For uh, the listeners, you know, you, you gotta you gotta give some some props to that match day experience. I think with Al, yeah. right? Because oh, it's yeah. like Everyone, you don't think about the fact that someone's rehearsing all this yeah. stuff. You just sort of go and you're enjoying the game and you're half drunk and you're like, I don't know. What yeah, team right. blessing scores two goals? You know, our drunk asses are like, Yo, he did that shit on a whim and it worked. Right? <laughs> He's just kind of like up there, like, oh, I guess this. I'm gonna try this right yeah. now. You didn't. You don't realize we got this. We got a mad scientist, a mad genius behind the boards who's tinkering like, over. who's I tinkering mean, and who's trying stuff. So there are some whims that happen. Okay, <laughs> but, our whims, but. Give us a whim from yeah, season one. Whims, any 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 whim to remember? Oh, whims to remember from season one, or the whims are wh- whims shall be forgotten. Whims, oh, whims that <laughs> shall be forgotten. No, nice. I mean there was one recently that I prefer not to to whim them. Yeah, everybody at the office was giving me crap for this, but oh, whatever. Uh, when Kevin Mendoza scored his goal in the uh, preseason game, when, uh, when we did the call and response. And uh, no one knew his last name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, but it's preseason. It's preseason. Yeah, it's pre-season I don't think form. anyone has to go under the yeah. bus for that no, one. We're all I kind of like, like we're all yeah, guys. exactly. We're all rehatching after a really uh, long month long. I'm surprised he got dropped after that goal though. That was a sick little goal he put together. I felt. I felt. I still feel bad uh, for him. <laughs> but oh well. Putting Will Ferrell up on the camera is always is great for what I do. Mm. Um, he and I have not met in this capacity whatsoever mm-hmm. but my gosh I know exactly where he is at any point <laughs> not not that I'm stalking well no, we know you listen to the pod we know you're a future guest of the pod <laughs> we know that uh, you're just letting you know that Al's got Al's got eyes on you man. Al's got eyes on you I literally have a, I, we, we made the choice of having a camera directly across from the director's box mm-hmm. uh, in order to get those kind of celebrity shots so if you don't remember like when we shot Christina Aguilera we always are panning it for celebrities mm-hmm. and trying to f- see who's there. Kirsch and uh, Jock and Seal was there. Gerard Butler. I mean, well, sometimes you know in advance. I'm sure there, most times you know in advance. There are there are a lot of times we know in advance. Like we knew Christina was there. Right. We just didn't know where mm-hmm. she was originally down on the field, and then she backed up. And Is there a uh, Pochettino scandal? Was that? Was yes, we did. Well, at the same day, Pochettino was down on the field. Juan Mata, Ma- Mateo Darmian are up in the director's Whoa. lounge mm-hmm. and under her. So, Anta and Ander was there? Ander was there. Rich, yeah. I'm so mad at you. You son of a bitch. Dude. Well, I'm not going to some United Legends right here. But, no, but Will, you know, the, the classic Will moment was playoffs yeah. with the rally toss. Yeah, yeah. That is by oh, far is magic. Magic. Because mm-hmm. literally none of that is scripted. Yeah. None whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We see Will with a rally towel. We're trying to get people to wave the rally towels mm-hmm. subtly. Wave your rally towels. Like rally you, towels like you would everybody else. Hear right. that, guys? We appreciate the art of subtlety at Bank of California yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Don't want to over-advertise. Hey, we need, like, it's the old, you ever watch the Jeb Bush kind of please clap now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Clip? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't want that. <laughs> please, guys, please clap. You have to remember, we're, we're in L.A. We're not in Oklahoma City. Like, yeah, they you, don't just do exactly what they're told. In right. fact, they do the opposite. Yeah. yeah. So we need a leader exactly. to kind of take it yeah. over. Mm-hmm. So that's why Will, God bless him. Our brave leader. Just started swinging one. Mm-hmm. Well, we go away to another shot, and I'm looking on our preview monitor, and 
Well, he's got two now. Let's go back to him. There he goes with two. And God bless him. We go away again. He puts one in his mouth. We didn't what, know. We, we didn't know that we, was what so he, good. So literally, go back to him again. Yeah. And that's where that came from. Mm. It I was love great. that Will Ferrell is acting like a kid who's trying to dab in front of the camera. Just yeah. to make sure, like, as, in case for the, for the chance that I get on camera, I will be doing whatever I'm doing. Right he, he is great. He's, he is a, he's a safety shot for us for sure if ever we need someone. Um, I mean, yeah, Kershaw LA, and, these are LAFC games. People are excited to be there. Just yeah. watching the Kershaw and, and Peterson like video of them in the field suites, you know, just watching the game, like totally. just amazing. Like yeah. you never, I, I don't think, I can't, I don't think they've been to a soccer game before this, mm. and they look like soccer fans by the end of it. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, seeing Danny Trejo walk to the North End and just kill it, like dude, out here, dude, mm. ah, just awesome. Just that was that was the. Out of all of them, like that was the coolest moment for that's me. Like, that's awesome. Like, you know, Danny Agreed. Trejo, legend, yeah. legend yeah. in the city. Community is definitely a bar none. Uh, the LEC community is just, it's completely different than anything else. You know, down in Carson, it's not really there. Seattle was good. Uh, the ECS, great, great group for, right. for, their, for their club. Yeah. Still friends with a few of those guys. Mm-hmm. They, do it, they do it right. You know, I think for, for here... It was all new. This is a rare thing. I mean, the last franchise to be truly new in L.A. was Kings. Kings. The only other when was that? When was that? Seventies. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Right. This will probably be the last. Sixties, maybe. Sixty-seven. Seventy, something like that. Just the chance to be in that group. It's a once in a lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. Like even if you know five, ten years down the road, it's. You know, it is what it is, but like this will always stick with me. We're going to take one more quick break and then we're going to get back with Al talking about 2019. Al, is there any big changes? You and I met over the off season, but yeah. are there any big changes coming with the match day program this year? There's gonna be um, there's gonna be some. A lot of it is new league rules that are coming down. That's it's okay. It's we're filling them out right now. We ran it out for Vissel Kobe. Uh, the lineups after the national anthem. So I don't know if you saw it, heard it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be new, that's gonna be different. So every time we're gonna do the starting eleven after the national anthem. What do you feel like that that that, that accomplishes? For me, it just ruins everything we set up okay. last year. But, um, no, I mean, at the end of the day, it actually works decently well, I think. Yeah. I don't know. You guys tell me. Uh, you. Usually after we sing the national anthem, we go straight into Dale Dale. I think now that we know that, we can coordinate that better. So we go straight into that. I think it could work out cleaner for us. That would be beautiful. Uh, Look at this. We're match day coordinating live on the FCFC see, pod. And going back to one of the differences, like mm-hmm. I could never have this conversation with my previous stops and yeah. say hey these these are things coming how can we work around it like, yeah, so. one of the biggest features last year was uh the falcon uh, it's definitely unique uh so the origin for the falcon i was not around for i was hired a good month before the season started give or take yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so the falcon yeah. was underway a whole year yeah. before yeah. the falcon was already born right. training all that mm-hmm. ken uh, shout out to Falconer Ken. Shout out to Ken. Um, he's great at what he does. Uh, he's got those those Falcons on on lock. Um, Ollie is a club legend. Good luck charm that one. The original plan for the Falcon was to have it fly like right after warmups, kind of do a circle, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Just kind of go back. Mm-hmm. Every team nowadays has this kind of moments where you feature some kind of celebrity hero. Ritual, yeah. Mm. 12th man flag up in Seattle for those following the Vegas lights because that's a good time. Actually, a buddy of mine works there. They do a pink scarf. Uh, Seattle has a golden scarf. They do scarves up. I mean, everybody's got like the... the golden uh, spike in Atlanta. Golden spike in the Atlanta. Everybody's got that moment where we the, you announce like a celebrity of the, of the match, but right. not really. So the, the idea was the Falcon that releases it becomes that honorary. Mm-hmm honorarium for the, the match so Will k- kicked it off once again shout out to Will because he's mm-hmm. awesome yeah club um, legend club legend um, and it's just each match it's someone different right. and, and it's not always a celebrity it's been police some, some, hero, some local hero yeah. um, someone battling uh, or surviving cancer 
um, will be very, you know, uh, someone in the LGBTQ community. Any kind of story that ties into what we're doing on Match Day. Monet Davis. Monet Davis for women, women in sport night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll always tie it into something, you know, military night. We'll bring in a military serviceman, anything like that. So mm-hmm. it developed into this badass moment right before the teams walked out. You know, we used to announce the Falcon as part of the starting 11 because they're part of the, the club. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would go, you know, Carlos Vela and then. You know, Ollie. Yep, I remember uh, that. It was a nice little flow, and the lineup change really messed that up. But mm-hmm. No, it, it just developed in this really kind of must-see moment because what other stadium releases a live Falcon every game, <laughs> match, whatever, yeah. and mm-hmm. have it fly around on its own? Like, there's, like, some may think it's, like, we're, we're controlling it, it's not real. No, that is 100% live Falcon. How can you rely on a Falcon to fly around the stadium? Right. Every game. I can say definitively that there's nothing like it. Um, and I did I did get to interview the Falconer for a while, and he, the way he put it, which I'm sure you can read the article, it's out there, a lot of these birds that are involved in other games, they fly from point A to point B, yeah. right? And that, that's it. Mm-hmm. What they developed, this highly complicated tune-to-sound, dive-bombing, swooping, this has never been done before mm-hmm. to everyone's knowledge in any capacity outside oh. of maybe some zany circus somewhere that we're not even sure what it is hey but it's yeah. got its own chant yeah. ollie 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 chant is awesome yeah love that chant yeah. uh it's got its own ollie's got her own merch yeah buy an ollie t-shirt in the someone pit. got an ollie tattoo oh two yeah. people got an ollie tattoo yeah, wow damn that was fast it's yeah. becoming it's becoming a thing yeah and it's it's awesome I like that. and the, the training that went into that hats off to ken he did an amazing job getting those falcons to do what they do become a, a key moment of our match. Sure. Shout out to Ali right now because Ali, Ali and Ken show up to the, the 3252 elections right yeah. now, bro. They said what up. They they, they made their peace. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Respect. We'll, we'll Respect we'll to them. We'll send an invite to, to Ken to be on the show. I definitely want to pick his brain up and see how he became a Falconer. Shout out to Ken, future yeah. guest of the pod. It does speak to some uh, uh, a lot of creativity from, from your guys and to be willing to embrace something that's not a part of sports culture um, and really be like this could be something special and really own up to it you know? yeah you start to see these these teams trying to copy some things we're doing um, you know could you name some of the teams that are trying some stuff <laughs> uh, the, hockey is taking a good uh, run at these, these oh, things interesting. I didn't it's cross sport um, like if you want check out the Carolina Hurricanes and what they do post match or post game for them they started doing these elaborate celebrations when they win. I go to a conference every year of my peers from around sport, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, whatever, baseball. One of them was club traditions. How do you how do you get traditions? And mm-hmm. I talked about the Falcon. I talked about uh, the Shalala, the national anthem. Yeah, all that, all the stuff that we're doing is is peaking interest. You mm-hmm. know, everybody has seen the the mic go out and the crowd takes over the the anthem. It's a cool moment, mm. but it's not an it's not an intentional. No, the crowd is singing the national anthem. Mm. That's something very unique to us. Mm. Um, you don't see them. You don't see the team going over to the fans and jumping into them to celebrate yeah. winning. Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten offers from a lot of people to come and sing the anthem. Like, thank you, appreciate it. You know the Canadian one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we'll need you for that. We'll need you for that. We'll, we'll, we'll but Toronto, Montreal, we, we will. Hey, shout out to Kim Harvey. Yep, shout out to Kim, our Canadian national yeah. anthem singer. So it's cool because we she still get to do that them. once a year at least. Sometimes this year three. Oh, it's we got all because Montreal's this year. coming. Montreal, Toronto, and oh, that's Vancouver. right. We do get to do three. I so, forgot they didn't come last year. I just can't wait to play Return of the Mac at the stadium. Yeah. Yes. Before we do that, let's do a little flip. Al, this is how you do the oolong cup yeah. flip. You yep. just flip it like okay. so. Okay. And then it's going to seem like it's going to spill. It's it not going to spill. It's going to be perfect amount of liquid. It's a match day. It's a tea day experience for you. And, then this and um, smell you smell the cup. Yep, you get the smell cup. Beautiful. And then uh, you can have a little oolong tea. I usually do the thing one shot. It feels a lot like Hennessy after a while. Hey. <laughs> That's good stuff. Do you have any favorite memories that you haven't already shared with us of your first season as we prepare to embark on season two? The most memorable game, for sure, I don't know if it was good or bad or it was, was the rain game. Houston, yeah. 
It's one of our favorites. Yeah. That, probably for all the opposite reasons. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was hell. It was close to hell, but uh, well, because I mean, end of the day, I'm the one that's coordinating between our building security, the referees, the fans on video board. So I got to be at the center of everything going on. So I'm getting the updates on lightning. Yeah. So for the record, it was lightning strikes above yeah, the, above the stadium. Uh. Rain, <laughs> whatever. There was lightning above the stadium. Oh, that shit was mad far away. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. We thought those were camera flashes that people were taking of themselves at the game. That's what we thought to begin with, mm. until these like happened every like five minutes, which mm. is was freaky because you have to get you have to consider safety at, at that point, safety of the players, safety of the fans, everyody. So mm-hmm. two hours later, and I think we're just debating this on another previous episode mm-hmm. how, how long, long was that delay hour and 40 minutes oh, we were there for an hour and 40 minutes didn't feel like it did it no, no it didn't I mean it was the most it was crazy uh, I, I was joking that I've never spent more time in a referee's locker room than I did on that man <laughs> because I was because ta- the refs have no idea what's going on yeah they have a na- they, well, they obviously don't know what's going on during the match <laughs> <laughs> No I'll comment. Not a lot of comment on that. Yep, no comment on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you. Yeah. That's <laughs> how did you... I'm going to hire Slim as my personal translator. <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the, Here's the what he really means. The key to like Just Luther. in case you guys, the listeners, aren't clear. Dweez and Josh are the scholars. I'm the dickhead. Okay? <laughs> it is now. All right. Let's proceed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're they're trying to find out information. When to start the game? What do, are we going to play the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, this is at the back half of the season. There's a lot going on. Yes, Playoff sir. races, all that. Um, we had a Sticks performance at halftime that we got to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Sticks. What up, uh, Sticks? We'll see you on the pod soon, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a fireworks show at the end of the game. Like, it was just... Yeah, it was like, a there's a lot of stuff I going on. I cannot believe the fireworks went off after the game. Yeah, I was like, we've been through enough. And I was like, oh, God, they're really going off. But it was really cool. Look great. great. I didn't stay for it. I was like, I'm ready to go. I called called as I was exiting the stadium. I was like, oh my God, they're really, they're waterproof. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to D9U who we know stayed to party with that. (laughs) But it was, I mean, for me, that was, besides the home home opener gets an exemption because that's, you spend so much time in hard hats and vests building this place and like train, like we were training in the control room while it was being built around us because we just didn't have time. So, like, f- to see it alive, to see the car, the, the foil stunt. Oh, the fucking foil. The foil was <laughs> awesome. Maybe coming back. <laughs> so in the end, though, is that is that rain game a good memory or a bad memory for you? It's a great memory because there's everything worked how it was supposed to. Was it crazy? Was there a lot going on? Absolutely. Did I fall asleep as soon as the, game, the match ended and just woke up? Three days later, maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask the question that everyone wants to know. Whose decision was it to put the Dodger game on? Mine. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. right, guys. So next time you see ah. Al. It was also my call to turn it off. Um, oh, wait. Whoa, whoa. This is like what? a Because <laughs> right. so, you, you had okay. to? No. So okay. famously, <laughs> and I will never listen this one down, the last out of the ninth inning was Justin Turner who we cut off mid midway through right. because the team was back on the field. Uh, but, yeah. So I mean, I went to the Dodgers game after being at the bank for a while for that LAFC night, and it's still a point of contention with some people. Like, yeah, if that, if that those went, people should have been at the Dodger game that uh, night. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Overall, it was a great night. Uh, nothing can compare to home opener yeah. because just like I stopped our PA announcer right before the first read and like. Hey guys, we're about to do the first PA read here in Bank of California Stadium. Like that's a cool moment. Yeah, like it just it was awesome. Yeah. The first kickoff, everything like everything was great. It's like being a baby so, again. Everything's your first. Everything was first and it was a it was a great match. Um Really was, really uh, was top to bottom. The photo of the scoreboard over Simone's shoulder is one of my another one of my favorites. The Galaxy game. Uh, Blackout LA. Oh, um, yeah, the halftime. Yeah. Sorry, it's going to be split between the away day at Galaxy, the first one, mm-hmm. where that mass comes off the bus and 
walks into the stadium and yeah. just but you don't you didn't have to work that game but you were down there checking it out i was there and i think that's where we met first oh yeah that's right you did have uh, to do a little work yeah uh i was there as as help to pat because i obviously i knew the stadium well oh. and knew some of the security staff so i could help coordinate a little bit mm-hmm. like i was the first one on the the, the ground talking to security making sure that they knew what's going on blah, blah, blah. but mm-hmm. the wall of black in that corner was awesome because yeah. i was obviously i was there during the chivas days when it was nothing yeah. and this is firmly planted that that franchise died and this took yeah. over so for me that was that was probably honestly better than the one at, at the bank itself because mm-hmm. it was that moment where I'm like it was the first time seeing them in a, it, seeing them play mm-hmm. seeing LAFC play at the old the stadium I used to work at yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with with some people that I used to work for at that stadium it was it was a perfect day did you ever see a crowd crowd like that at that stadium no. before for the ways? No. <clears throat> so what was the response from the people that you used to work with there about what was going on? I don't. I don't want to speak for them, but I don't think they knew what they were what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They kind of knew what was going on, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think they understood mm-hmm. the passion that was coming their way. That's why, like, when we we're walking in, the doors were open and we're crossing with regular fans, and it just was. There's, I mean. I, I have some great friends down there. They do a great job down there. Don't get yeah. it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think uh, they were just slightly underprepared for what, what you guys brought. And um, if everything had worked out the way it was supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, that would be an f- amazing memory. But yeah. at the same time, do you have to say that goal was awesome? Yeah. yeah. Watching, it, I know it's it's a pain in the pain in the heart every time, but like from a street, this is how like I can appreciate a good goal. Yeah. yeah. That was a good goal. Especially with an ex-Man United player, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. hurt even more. Yeah. It was like, my soul in half, I, I will be honest. Yeah. Like, uh, I stopped moving for like 30, 40 seconds there, yeah. but it was, it's, 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 You didn't end up going to the Seattle game? No. Okay. So I just was hired before that one. Okay. I plan on going to so Seattle I will this year. be going to NYCFC for our first away day. <laughs> yes. We yes. Have an assignment for that. I'm cool. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a good time. Oh, we're definitely getting drunk with you in New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thanks, thank you guys. Al. It's been there. Appreciate CFC you coming pod. by. Have a good one, everybody. FCFC. 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 FCFC.